0: You're listening to the Voice of Veritas podcast where we dig into the truth and information. I'm Joanne Stark and with me today is Cliff Barcliffe and we're coming to you from the Veritas booth at Microsoft Inspire in Las Vegas. So thanks for joining us today. So Cliff, as an engineer and as an, and an evangelist, why did you come to Inspire?
1: Uh, thanks for having me, Joanne. I have always enjoyed this event. Um, partners for me, um, to be honest with you, it's it's. It's selfish, uh, they support me, they they, they multiply my effort. Uh, it's also an event where the attendees are so interested in how to leverage our products uh, to make money, to make their business better. Uh, so it's not always about the technology, it's about solving big business problems, um, and it's happening all at once. So reaching out to 18,000 people in one week is such a great use of my time, and it's, I get to meet people from all over the world. 70% of the people are not from the U.S. So I get to hear a different point of view, that not just what I hear in my local East Coast accounts, but people from parts of the world that I've I've never been to, and some that, frankly, I had to look up to find out where they were. So it's actually just fun.
0: Okay, so let's talk about solving problems, and one of the biggest problems here is how do I protect all this data that's around, whether it's on-prem or in the cloud? So, what is the difference between DR and resiliency?
1: Well, as you know, Joanne, you know, uh, business continuity and ITDR are my passionate topic. And we've talked in the past about DR and resiliency, and I've been passionate about making sure there's a difference. Uh, that, that difference being that DR is just really a point in time event. It is the actual implementation of recovering, but resiliency really is about a way of doing business. It's an everyday thing. It's actually how you run the IT shop, not actually what you do when there's a problem. So for most of my customers, I think in DR, and it's the, it's the point in time thing that happens that they try to plan for, but really, it's just a, a checkpoint, a checkbox idea for insurance where resiliency is about making the business run better. I also think about DR really being an expense, and resiliency is something that contributes to the top line. It helps drive revenue. And as much as I like solving problems, I also like making money. So resilience to me is very important.
0: So tell me a little bit more detail about how does Veritas accomplish resiliency?
1: So several years ago when we decided to go to market with this new product, Veritas Resiliency Platform, We made sure that we engineered the product to solve that difference. That it's not just about a data mover. It's not about just having data in a second place. It's actually about all those things that I just talked about. About proving that my spend on this infrastructure actually is doing what I want. It's actually getting a return on my investment. It is about uh, other things that I think are the differences between resiliency and disaster recovery. It's all the automation. It's the reporting. Um, It is the ability to consume something as I'm running my environment. So it shouldn't be something outside my environment, which is how DR is done today. It should be something built into my IT infrastructure, just part of what I do as an IT person.
0: So you were talking a little bit about how you prove resiliency. What are some of the features that Resiliency Platform has that lets you do that?
1: So, in the past, when I've talked about DR and Resiliency, and one of my pet peeves and that I talk to customers is, hey, DR is, you, you never use it. That DR infrastructure, that second data center, that data that you move, that second copy of, you know, some expensive storage frame in another location, it just sits there and is never used. Um, when it hits the fan, People never execute, they always um, try to fix it in place. So all that money you spent was really just a checkbox for insurance. It's not you it didn't do anything with it. So with VRP, we wanted to make sure that when you spent that money, you would use it. So with VRP we've done several things. One is the idea of not doing testing. You know, you know I love talking about words and words have special meanings. So we actually we call it rehearsals. It isn't testing. Testing is something you do to prove a point. Rehearsing is something you do to do better. So VRP has this idea of automated rehearsals. Um, some of my customers actually rehearse after every change control. So they can prove every single day that when they made changes in their infrastructure, that, that DR is actually going to work. So they actually will execute because they know it because they didn't practice it last quarter or last year. They did it yesterday. And then uh, When the line of business owner or the executive uh, needs to make a decision, they need data. They need data that means something to them. So when I said before about well, they always fix in place, the devil they don't know is, I did my testing last year. Am I going to lose data? I don't know, I don't trust it. With VRP, since they have visibility into the rehearsal cycle, they can quickly pull up a report or, or, or use an API and pull the data into their own reporting system and see right this second what's my state of resilience? Am I five minutes behind, 15 minutes behind? Did I practice it yesterday? Did it work yesterday? Um, Was there an exception yesterday? Did my team fix it? And now I'm back to my normal state. So because of that data is there and accessible at a moment's notice, the executive or line of business owner has actionable data. Now they don't make a default decision of no, they make a decision that's informed. And to me, that's the big difference.
0: Great. So this really sounds like it's a really big help for customers. So you're out there every day. How are customers responding to this?
1: So at, at first they they I think, "Oh, Cliff's going to talk about another DR thing." Um, but yes, it really is approach. You know, I like I talk about you know paychecks and weekends, time and money. When they see the product and see how easy it is to implement, and then see the reports and the trends, um, they see, that, "Oh, wow! This is actionable information." that I can now trust what I implemented. Uh, I can prove to um, my sponsoring executive for business continuity and actually prove that we're getting something for it. Um, I have, they, they now realize they have an easier time of getting that budget money, because they can always prove it. In the past, uh, getting DR budget was always hard. So now that they can show it, they can actually get more money for their DR, for what they would call their DR budget, as I like to say, their resiliency budget. Um, And that has been probably the number one response from executives, is having the actionable data makes it easier for them to get sponsorship to get better resiliency.
0: So as we finish up, what would you say would be two or three things that people should take away from this podcast?
1: Uh, That, of course, um, when you're speaking internally to your customer, to your own internal customers, change the way you speak. DR has a negative connotation. So think about resiliency and the fact that resiliency is a business driver, not a drag on the business. It's actually something that speeds the business up. To me, that is the number one thing. We're not talking about expenses, we're talking about revenue. And everybody understands revenue.
0: Okay, well thank you, Cliff. So if you'd like to learn more, visit veritas.com slash top reasons. And that's it for today's Voice of Veritas podcast. Thanks so much for listening.